As we've been discussing quite extensively, uh, there's been an ongoing conflict between the Justice Minister Chu Mie and the Prosecutor General Yun Sang-yeol. Uh, the ministry recently announced uh, a, a bit of a reshuffle, including replacing a number of considered to be close confidants or aides of Yun Sang-yeol. And uh, this has aroused some uh, controversy. Pundits are saying that the figures being tapped to replace Yoon's aides are uh, so-called pro-moon figures from uh, Honam or Gwangju and Cheolla regions, uh, seen as a uh, strategy to either corner or undermine the power of the prosecutor general. To give us more analysis, though, on the situation, aside from all the politics of this, although we'll talk about the politics as well, uh, we're pleased to be joined from Hongik University's College of Law Professor Cho Hee-kyung. Professor Cho. Good morning. Good morning to you. Uh, as uh, a lot of us who just read the headlines or read the news articles and talk about these reshuffles that have been uh, taking place, um, I guess we, we need to get a little background here. First of all, what are some of the major changes that occurred with this uh, reshuffle? I know the big headline is that Yi Sung-yoon, who I guess generally is considered more of a reformist figure, he's going to remain as head of the Seoul Central District Prosecutor's Office, and right now most notably known for uh, being in charge of this so-called common Yuchak, or the media prosecution uh, collusion case, right? Right, yes. So... Uh the the most interest was actually uh, whether Lee Sung Yoon would be promoted to mm. what is basically the sort of the the next level down from the prosecutor general. So in the post potentially in line in for the you know the right, prosecutor general the top spot, the, yeah. the top spot uh, next time round. But uh, he didn't get the promotion this time round. Instead, uh, one of the two you know that sort of apatia appointment went to a prosecutor who's actually one year junior to uh, Lee Sung-yoon in terms of uh, the cohorts of the Judicial uh, Research and Training Institute, which is quite unusual because usually uh, the prosecution is a little bit like the military. So yeah. it doesn't really, I mean, obviously your abilities matter, but also how long you've been there really matters. And so it's quite rare for uh, more junior prosecutors to receive promotion ahead of their, you know, senior It kind of happened members. when Yoo Sung-yeol became prosecutor general too, exactly. though, because he was so junior to was, a lot of people. That was quite unusual. Right, and right. so the Moon uh, uh, government really sort of broke the mold there. And they're continuing to do that. And and just, I guess, briefly, um, just h- how is this all being done? Because it is a bit confusing because we see the reshuffle. We see judges being changed every uh, couple of years or so. And then the prosecution also has. And then some of this is politically charged. And it seems quite different from what we're used to, let's say, from the U.S. context, where, let's say, you get lifetime appointments mm. to federal benches mm. and, um, you, know, you know, district attorneys are, are um, elected and uh, senior prosecutors are then appointed. It, it's, it's a very different system. It, it is. You know, in most countries, uh, as you say, once you are appointed to a a judicial or a prosecutorial post, you don't necessarily move unless you want to, right? right? Um, But here in Korea, they have uh, almost like a circuit system or a rotation system. It's not tenured at all. It's the the position of a judge is tenured, but where you serve is not tenured at all. Uh, And um, first, when you, I mean, obviously, this is now all very different because we we now have attorney exams uh, rather than bar exam, and we don't have the Judicial Training and Research Institute anymore. But in the past, you basically got allocated according to your results from the, mm. the institute. And so if you did well, then you could basically uh, take your pick. And most people would choose uh, to serve in Seoul. But if you serve in Seoul first, the, the 
expect is that you would be then sent to the regional offices. And for judges, usually uh, they are sent for a term of four years. Uh, but for prosecutors, uh, it would be for actually two years rather than four up until the point where they reach the, the deputy director level, which takes on average about 13 years. But then uh, above deputy director level, they're actually rotated uh, every year or so. And this was all designed to make sure that uh, the the members of the law profession, the, the judges and the prosecutors didn't become too chummy, you know, with the local powers and be prone to corruption and bribery and things like that. So it's basically um, bringing new blood every so often to ensure that, you know, there is no sort of cronyism uh, and no kind of, you know, backroom dealings going on uh, and so that this is why it's continuing in this way. But it, this time, the reshuffle basically happened, what, uh, eight months since the last reshuffle that uh, Minister Chu Chumie, yeah. the Justice Minister, carried out back in January. So um, some might sort of say that it's somewhat early, but then again, these appointments happen kind of you know, on a periodic basis. So... Um, and there were also around 11 director level positions to fill. So I would say uh, this was something that, you know, they had been planning. Had to be done. Uh, the question was whether it would take a lot of uh, Yoon Seo-gyeol's recommendations in mind and uh, ha- having him keep his uh, confidants or mm. his critics would say his cronies uh, with him mm-hmm. or it would be a change. It does look like it's definitely a change. And let's talk about oh, the yes. backlash to this because. Uh, Justice Minister Chu has, um, uh, you know, you you can uh, agree with her or disagree with her. You can like her or or dislike her. But uh, one thing you cannot deny is she is steadfast and uh, very, very much uh, willing to um, really go her route and 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 really kind of follow her stated path. And that's been her. That's I mean, I guess been her signature throughout her political career as well. And so yeah, she certainly she, demonstrated this. She certainly sticks to you know um, her her principles and. Uh, as you say, there has been criticism, particularly from the opposition party, uh, saying that this is a very biased, uh, you know, um, uh, sort of uh, appointment playing favoritism with uh, pro-moon, pro-government and pro-honam prosecutors. But I find that argument somewhat flimsy. I mean, the sort of the (laughs) biggest piece of evidence that they were able to kind of, um, you know, put up uh, to support that argument was the fact that four of the six director level appointments are uh, for uh, prosecutors whose hometown or whose origin uh, is in the Honam region, like Gwangju and Jeonju. But having said that, um, Chumye did you know, uh, sort of come out and say she really wanted to balance out, uh, you know, the the regions here. And the fact that there has been more of Honam uh, sort of origin prosecutors this time around, that is actually a reflection of the fact that up until now, it has been dominated uh, by another region, particularly Yongnam, so Gyeongsang region. Uh, So, you know, that's kind of balancing out the other way. So if this is kind of a reverse discrimination, then so be it. Uh, You know, it's it's to really achieve the sort of balanced end result. And we have to point out the top two guys. The the president is a Gyeongnam person and uh, Chumye is a Daegu person. So yeah, in essence, you know, we're, we're still yeah. got the power base still mm-hmm. in Yongnam, albeit maybe not the traditional power base of That's true. Yongnam. Yeah. Um, but, but having said that, you know, she also said that she's really sort of trying to 
secure diversity. And the fact is uh, the prosecution, uh, more so than any other branch of the, the, the legal profession, is dominated by uh, graduates from two universities. You know, not even three, just, just two, right? Um, I won't name them, but people would know uh, which they are. So, uh, for example, we talked about Lee Sung-yoon already, uh, the, the Seoul uh, Central District Um, prosecution director, but he actually went to the same university as President Moon, which is Gyeonggi University, and he's uh, literally the only one out of that upper level prosecutors who's not from those two universities. Right. By implication, I mean, Gyeonggi is a very well-respected university, but it's not considered uh, one of the the blue sky uh, description of universities. The sky being the the key (laughs) word, yes. Yeah. yeah. So um, then, okay. So we're seeing that those con- uh, those those uh, controversies that are being stirred up by the main opposition uh, and uh, this criticism that this is kind of cronyism in favor of pro moon forces of maybe kind of uh, giving favor to the Honam region don't necessarily hold sway. Can you though talk about then the backlash? Because again, I re- if you're still regionally uh, kind of fixated, you, it's ironic that the Gwangju head, uh, Moon mm-hmm. had had really come out publicly in, in really, really strong, kind of issuing this very protest letter of resignation and kind of lambasting uh, Chumye for this decision, right? Right. So the, the particular prosecutor you mentioned, Moon, uh, Moon Chan-seok, so he had been appointed to uh, a planning director position at the at the Research Institute, which is seen by many people as a demotion uh, because previously he was head of one of the, the regional Gwangju uh, prosecution yeah. office. And, and so he resigned as a result of that. And a lot of people argue that this was because he came out and publicly criticized Lee Sung-yoon for uh, refusing to indict um, uh Sorry, the, the the one who served as the ethics uh, secretary to the president uh, Moon previously, mm. who's now the um, the National Assembly uh, person. Yes, I was just having a, a moment of mental blank there. Um, so Che Gangook and Lee Sung Yoon uh, refused to do so, and so th- this is what I'm, what sort of what I'm trying to get at because I think what Chumie has done in this round of appointments is really trying to ensure that. Uh, those prosecutors who are pro-reform, you know, reform-minded prosecutors are, are placed in the upper sort of, you know, uh, management levels of the prosecution office to try to, right. you know, give some impetus to the, the reform And that's not regional-based. Uh, you could be a Honan person who is very much um, Absolutely. not reform-minded. Absolutely. Look, look at Chumye and Moon right. right. themselves, right? Um, but this Moon uh, Chasak person, so he, he came um, uh, and he came out and criticized Lee Sung-yoon for refusing to uh, essentially obey the order of the prosecutor general, Yun Song yul because in his mind, the prosecution as an institution should be like one, you know, it, it, they should be acting with almost sort of military-like kind of, um, you know, uh, loyalty and, and precision, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're a Trekkie, you could kind of, um, you know, draw, draw analogy to like the Borg mindset, perhaps. <laughs> <Okay>. you <know? laughs> but, yeah, kind of showing off your geeky side. <laughs> sure. Huh? Um, but we have to remember that the prosecution uh, itself, not only should it be independent as an institution, but each individual prosecutor must also be independent, independent, like judges, right? And they must ac- act according to their own, ch- own conscience and their own principles. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And 
you know, just because you've got orders coming down from the top, they shouldn't just roll over and say, oh, yes, you know, how many bags, sir? Yes, uh, yes. We can kind of draw analogy to what is happening in the U.S. at the moment with the controversy surrounding uh, the Attorney General William Barr and the, the, the Southern District of New York uh, prosecute. Uh, general there, uh, but the, the same here, you know, prosecutors uh, must be independent as individuals, uh, as well as an in- institution, but um, people like Cha, sorry, Moon Chan-seok and Yoon Sung-yul are very much the kind of uh, old-fashioned type yeah. of prosecutors in the traditional mold, who really seem to prize loyalty above everything else, and I think that's what uh, Chumye is really trying to change. Right, and you know, the, the pro-reform forces, uh, supporters of the government, might, they might ascribe more kind of, uh, I, I guess, uh, belligerent or maybe even evil motives to these individuals. But as you pointed out, it's not necessarily about them being bad or good people, but they have this very fixated idea of mm. what the prosecution should be and right. has been and should right. continue mm-hmm. to be. That being said, then uh, with uh, not Honam or, or crony type of prosecutors, but these reform-minded now uh, prosecutors in these high-level positions, what do you think is the implication now for this overall drive of prosecutorial reform? So uh, my hope is that it will really uh, drive the reform uh, movement forward. Um, some people uh, sort of uh, raise the concern that, you know, because of the backlash against what is seen to be one-sided uh, kind of uh, appointments, uh, the, 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 mo- the drive to set up this uh, separate independent investigative body uh, might be, uh, you know, facing more obstacles as a result. But I would say that, you know, that that unit itself is not the end of prosecution reform. In fact, we have more urgent and uh, necessary need to reform the prosecution from the within uh, the, the institution itself. And so by having these reform-minded prosecutors uh, at upper levels of the, the institution, I think perhaps we may see more internal drive to reform mm. the various, uh, you know, uh, undesirable practices within the uh, the prosecution, including right. this, you know, requirement, this kind of, uh, you know, uh, condition of blind loyalty. Yeah, and I, I, there, I've read reports or uh, other pundits saying how the mainline prosecutors, these lower level, the younger guys who have come up, they are actually not necessarily all kind of in lockstep with what uh, Yoon Seo Yeol mm. is, is doing, and uh, yeah. they would not necessarily be opposed to some sort of uh, positive change uh, within the prosecution as far right. as reform goes. So another thing that we can notice from these appointments is also that um, – those prosecutors who uh, have much more experience uh, on the front lines, so basically the workhorses of the, the prosecution yeah. service itself, uh, who uh, basically specialize in uh, criminal uh, trials and investigations, have been promoted to uh, higher positions. Mm. Whereas uh, traditionally, it had always been uh, those who sort of uh, were involved in the special operations, um, those special type of prosecutions that uh almost always had a kind of political sort of the dimensions. The Chongqi or the political yeah. prosecutors, and, and as so, they say. And so, you know, uh, perhaps this is now the time where those who are simply quietly working away diligently at their work rather than sort of looking to line their, themselves up along with the, mm. those who are in favor, you know, at the time to try to gain kind of, uh, you know, fast, quick promotions. Yoon Seo-gyeol, 
Prosecutor General, uh, some people feel he has largely now been defanged. Uh, even some people now calling um, for uh, maybe it's time for him to uh, decide to step down. Uh, and now uh, some questions as to well, what are his next moves? It seems like he are he is kind of leaning towards more of a political bend, especially with that highly controversial address he gave to the uh, new incoming uh, prosecutors. What do you think? Uh, the what 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 lies ahead for him? Well. You know, it, it's difficult to remember that it's only been just over a year when Yoon Suk-yeol was actually appointed. He was the darling of the left, right? He, he was the darling of the left, you know. Um, and really, I, time and time and again, I, I sort of you know can't say, say this, but the the left, the the Democratic Party really shot themselves in the foot by not really examining uh, the, his track record and what kind of yeah. sort of you know. Um, whether he's really reform-minded. But I thought that Yoon Sung-yeol, his worst enemy is really himself because he's really sort of brought this all upon himself by... Um, essentially trying to, you know, cover up the investigation into his, you know, right-handed hand man and um, essentially kind of so, uh, really overreaching in terms of the Joguk investigation mm-hmm. and really doing things that he said prosecutors shouldn't be doing, right? Um, yeah. And, and so uh, now he's being touted as, uh, as the next potential presidential candidate for the opposition party. Uh, and the fact that he is actually the highest, I think he has he the got, highest He has the highest support right? among any conservative, can- so-called conservative right. candidates. Right, and for me, that's really demoralizing. I mean, I really shudder to think uh, what he might do uh, it, given the the powers of a presidential office, yeah. <laughs> let alone the you know, um, general uh, office. Uh, Professor Kim Gi-chang, who comes on the show from time to time, he feels that if the Democratic Party is so Machiavellian and cunning and crafty, he thinks they might actually be trying to push this out where they make Yoon Seo-yeol the most viable main opposition party candidate. And if right. ultimately he succeeds, this is like a big gift to the ruling forces in terms of the presidential election because he has zero because, uh, experience, in, experience in governing. Right. He uh-huh. has, uh, he's been uh-huh. zero vetted. He right. still has very unanswered questions with his mother-in-law and, right, and right, his, right. his wife's dealing so that it, it would just be one of... Uh, a, a, what he thinks is a dream scenario, if that's indeed the case. Right. If, if Democratic Party, as you say, is that Machiavellian and that clever to actually engineer that, <laughs> perhaps. And, you know, we, you know, certainly we have uh, examples uh, both here in Korea and also, uh, uh, you know, uh, in other countries where uh, prosecutors have used that platform to launch their political right, careers. Right. I mean, Keir Starmer, for example, um, in uh, in the UK, who is now the, the Labour Party leader, used to be the, the prosecutor general um, in in the country, I mean, I've, I sort of uh, a few other names uh, come right. to my mind. Elliot Spitzer, although mm. his bid failed yeah, yeah. dramatically, um, and and so certainly, you know, I'm not against uh, prosecutors sort of you know using that uh, that to sort of uh, launch their careers, but. For Yoon, uh, what kind of evidence have we, have we really seen yeah. you know, uh, of him uh, as a sort of a politician who uh, is uh, who, who would actually be sort of um, because you need a very different kind of diffi- yeah. different kind and, of and, personality and, and, and for he, that. Yeah, yeah, he's not been uh, again really uh, yeah really really kind of put through the ringer yet. Mm-hmm. Although obviously uh, there's been a big political element to this. We only have time for one more question. I wish we could have addre- addressed the controversial remarks by Kim Ung, the former prosecutor turned opposition lawmaker, to referring to these appointments as pets. Uh, but Choku, you mentioned this, and just another uh, kind of geeky uh, uh, kind of science fiction analogy. Uh, if 
we saw the Empire Strikes Back with this huge prosecution and and kind of um, kind of persecution of him and his family, are we seeing now the Return of the Jedi with what he's saying in a more public way and even his kind of war of wars with uh, like the uh, Dukbuki chain CEO? If Choguk is still a Jedi, <laughs> I think I think his um his Jedi forces have been significantly compromised. I mean, I mean, obviously he couldn't really say much publicly while he he and his wife were yeah, still being yeah. investigated. But now with the trial going the way it is, and uh, it's now becoming clear that the prosecution really overreached uh, itself, and um, there were a lot of uh, unproven allegations, and you know some of the more serious allegations like you know stock price manipulation, etc. Uh, that his wife has been sort of been it seems like cleared of most of that and so he's now really trying to I think um, clear his name and and to try to restore his reputation but I do wonder how yeah. successful that would be. The, the damage has been done and that media coverage just it was unprecedented the scale and scope of uh, what we saw and uh, even now we're still coming to, to grips with uh, mm-hmm. what exactly happened there but uh, as you say uh, really really kind of uh, um, has resulted in a very polarized uh, situation for the country even to this day. Professor Cho, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate all the insights as always and uh, we look forward to talking to you again next week. Thank you.